Necessarily a Friday vibe on this song. <laughs> Sorry, I just. Uh, hell, well, it works. It's raining right now, so it kind of works. Yeah, well, that's what I was kind of thinking. When we're, rec- I mean, as we record this podcast, it is raining pretty heavy right now. Is this new Bon Iver? No, it's the St. Vincent featuring Bon Iver. Good ear, um. though. Song called Rosalind. Do you like St. Vincent, Bundes? You must know them. Yeah, I, I, I like her. I think she's pretty cool. Um, I didn't think this sounded like her. Unless we're talking about two different St. Vincents. No. You know, Bonnie Bear, Bonnie Bear has a weird. way has a way to slow everybody down yeah, and yeah. get into that vibe. But I love that vibe. Funny enough, it looks like it's the most streamed St. Vincent song, the one that doesn't sound like her. Is it just one person? It must be a band. I know it's a female-driven, like... I always thought it was just one female. Well, maybe it is. Huh? Who knows these days, right? You just stumble across songs on playlists and you add them to yours. That's right. Heading into a weekend as we record this and Moro will be celebrating a birthday at the end of it. Happy birthday to me. Best birthday present you ever got in your life that you can think of? As an adult or as a child? Well... I mean, for me, it's got to be the Xbox that I just got. <laughs> yeah, you're still like, riding like, high on that gift. Is that no? Like your whole life? I, I can't think of a better gift, like like one that was so outlandish, like from other than my parents, you know? Yeah, well, I'm talking parents, everybody included. I mean, like a laptop. I got my parents got me a laptop one year. That's pretty cool. That's a I, game changer, yeah. But like, I think the Xbox. Just considering the fact of how hard they are to get, and it was a girlfriend who gave it to you, and not you know yeah. somebody who'd known you for thirty four years. That's a wild gift, man. Yeah. Quality gift. I would have taken a blowjob, but an Xbox. Is cool. <laughs> She's probably like, damn Shit, it, I'm giving those away for free. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Actually, best birthday present I have probably Blow ever job. got would have definitely been a bit ahead. <laughs> Seriously, though, I mean, yeah, obviously that's great. That's everything, great. But yeah. like, best birthday present somebody went out and bought. Like, it's for something you, you can tangible yeah, 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 that you yeah, can yeah. hold. Yeah. Do you have any memories of anything? Like, did you get a new bike when you were eight? That was like, this is so cool. I wanted this bike so bad. Or I figure skates or something. Maybe this is why I'm not like a super gifty person. You never but got I'm, good gifts? I, as I look, think about it, nothing pops out at me. Like uh, my husband, Matt, is a great gift giver. He's gotten me really cool sunglasses for a gift before. I don't know if I remember if it was specifically birthday or if it was like a Mother's Day present. Mm-hmm. But like he spent some money on some like really cool sunglasses. But now he's wearing them and he's stretched them out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it kind of eliminated the gift there. But yeah, he's a pretty good gift buyer. He kind of splurges a bit, and I'm always like, "Oh, why'd you do that?" Fashion, Don't... so like fashion items. Fashion for items you, right? I like because I hesitate to buy nice things for myself, especially if it's a brand name or something and it's expensive. I hesitate. So uh, when somebody splurges on me in that way, I'm always like, "Oh, thank you." My biggest problem with gifts is like, generally speaking, if I want something, I go out and buy it myself. I can't wait. Hundred percent, my thing too. So, yeah. So there's yeah. really nothing crazy left to buy me. Yeah. Plus, you know, things that I want, 
I, I don't buy a lot of things, but when I do buy something, it tends to be expensive for some reason. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I want to buy a wing board, right? Like, so I can do, like, wing foiling, which is like a type of... It's almost like, imagine a windsurfer, but instead of having a sail that's attached to the board, you're just holding kind of like a kite. kite yeah, yeah, And yeah. the board you're on has a hydrofoil underneath, and mm-hmm. you come up out of the water, and you're just foiling on it. Yeah. The board is four grand. Oh my with crazy. well, with the God. foil and everything, it's like four thousand dollars. So, I mean, obviously, I, I didn't like. I've wanted one for a long time. I've been researching it. I'm like, do I really get it? But it's like that's the kind of thing, you know. I get into something like scuba diving. Yeah. A long time ago, it's super expensive to get into that sport. I just tend to gravitate towards these things that require expensive gear, unfortunately. And also a lot of research. Like I'd hesitate on buying you that gift because yeah. I know you've done more research than I have, and I don't know what one to get you. Like I just got Matt for Father's Day a basketball net, like yeah. you know that you can set up and practice your hoops. Yeah, wrong one. You probably got him, eh? <laughs> well, I spent. A- pretty fair about amount of money on it yeah. several hundred dollars yeah was, and was uh, like a kid size one wasn't tall enough no no that was one thing i took very seriously oh, okay. i was like got i gotta i gotta NBA. get the 10 feet yeah. nba yeah. regulation yeah. height but you know when you hit the backboard the net kind of like rotates a bit so i'm like fuck i i wish matt would have steered me in the right direction there as far as uh, the yeah. good ones. Is this like a pole one? Is this one that you screw into the brick or is it like um, I wanted water, to, water, like the, you fill the water up I wanted on the to get like one that you mounted oh, okay. but I have nowhere to mount it so I had to get one that you have like a base for so it's got the water base. Water base in it, yeah. yeah. The thing is, is like normally if I want something too, it's uh, my wife, I, it's like I... She gives me permission to buy the thing that I've been looking for, for a gift, you know? Like, go yeah, buy your you wing board for Go your, ahead and get know? that, yeah. Yeah, because she knows that I've done the research and she couldn't possibly just go out and buy me one. She bu- she bought me a drone once for my birthday. That's probably oh, the best yeah. gift I ever got. And then you but it was the wrong it. it was the wrong drone, you know? Like, right. she got me a drone, I returned it, I bought the one that I really thought would be more better for me, and then now it's at the bottom of... Lake, Lake Ontario. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever get a new drone after no, that? No, no. I mean, it, they're so expensive, and then the rules kept getting stricter and stricter. There's no they, point. They've just come out with these super small drones that I, I have to look into a little more that um, are light enough that they go, uh, you don't need to like have a license and all that uh, stupid okay. stuff that they made you want to have. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's no, honestly, like... But then it's like, how many aerial shots do I need of anything in my life? You know, like, it's, <laughs> if I would have if I would have kept that drone going for another year Mm. i probably would have like had everything i needed it's like how many pictures of me sailing do i need to have or videos it sounds to me like you just need to hang out with a guy who has a drone a couple of times over the course of the summer know somebody with a drone invite them out and have them shoot cool video and then if it falls in the lake and goes underwater you're like ah that sucks dude (laughs) (laughs) like my brother has great drone video of his boat yeah because i shot it while being on his boat it worked out great for him and then zero investment (laughs) and then when it went underwater he was with me when I when it went underwater. He was like, "Oh shit!" That's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> oh my but god! Really, like it was nothing to him. 
Who's nothing. <laughs> yeah, who's nothing. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. And he's got these great pictures and video of his boat. <laughs> if he wants to sell the yeah. boat down the road, he's got all this great footage. Yeah, he can post. Exactly. He asked me. He did just sell his boat that I, I had. he had when I had the drone. He's like, hey, do you have any cool pictures of my boat? I'm like, yeah, here you go. Got a whole file yeah, folder. Got a whole bunch of them. Well, you tend not to have nice pictures of your own boat because you're usually on it. So you need someone else to have pictures of the boat. Yeah. Like my brother shot cool pictures of me on my boat from his boat. But anyway, whatever. But yeah, that was probably the best gift that I got that Deb actually bought me. But again, I had to return it and buy the one that I needed. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be like if, if, if your girlfriend bun has bought you the Xbox, but bought you not the Series X, but the Series S. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you'd be like, you know, do you mind if I return it and get the Series X? Like you would have wanted that little upgrade. Yeah, there's no way. There's no, like, and, and I totally would understand it, you know, somebody who's not into it making that mistake, but being yeah. somebody who's super into it, like, there's no option. I can't have the S. It has to be the X, right? Yeah, yeah. But she was pretty good with that. Like, she she knew, she heard me talking about it so much that I think she took mental notes, and she was very clear with the people when she was ordering it that it had how, to be the, the How Series did she X. do it? If it was so hard to get, how did she get it? Uh, she signed up. For like several different Twitter notifications and email lists from different companies that were selling it. Jeez, that's hoops, eh? And Those I, are some hoops to jump through. She was telling me that she was in a Loblaws grocery shopping when she got a notification that uh, one of the stores had it. And like while while in the store, she like pulled it up on her phone right then and there and, and managed to, to score the the. She the bought it yeah. online. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Nice work. Look at that. You, your girlfriend spent like close to a thousand bucks, like 800 plus mm-hmm. for that gift. My wife, one of the best gifts I ever got was the drone. That was like 1500 bucks. Yeah. It was a lot of money. Mora's favorite gift, sunglasses. Man. I'm a, I wish I was buying for you. I'm you cheap, seem like guys. you're an easy person to buy I for, am. right? It's pretty straightforward, yeah. So even you, even a McFlurry, I'd be like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> or a blowjob. Or, or a little bit of going downtown. Thank you very much. Wow, you're eating the McFlurry. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that's like the ultimate McFlurry experience. <laughs> as a gift. I don't know. Might be too much going on. I gotta focus. <laughs> too much. Too many balls in the air. <laughs> Uh, Well, uh, enjoy your birthday weekend, and we will talk soon. This podcast is far from over. Mm -hmm. Got some fun stuff for you coming up in the Daily Take Two. We'll talk to you soon. Tucker and Mora, two people just got kicked off a plane after they got into a fight over the armrests. So who should get the armrests on a plane in a particular seat? And uh, somebody's laid out what the rule should be. And most people are agreeing with this. You know, what do you do when you're beside somebody and you're fighting over the armrest? I have a theory as to what means the armrest is yours versus the other person. Okay. You know, where you've got the button that you press for the seat to go back? Yeah. If that is on the armrest that you're fighting over, that one belongs to you. So whoever has the button has control of the armrest. That's your armrest. That's your, okay. the other one should be considered the other person's. Do you know what I mean? That means that, like, on the, I think they're usually on the left. Am I correct? I think, I don't know, Matt. I was thinking right, but yeah, could be <laughs> left. 
wait a second, the guy in the middle should really get both armrests because it sucks to be in the middle. Can we not give Maura, that guy something? Maura, you are 100% right on that one. <laughs> yes! And that's, that's, okay, somebody's laid out exactly how it should work. Okay, so <laughs> the pros of like the various seats, for example, if you're sitting in the window seat, the pro is you got a nice view, right? You got a wall to lean against if you want to have a snooze. You got an armrest that's you, guaranteed yours. Th- nobody can get in the way of that armrest. Yeah. Unless somebody behind you has their foot on it, which would be kind of a jerk move. I also okay. like putting my head against the window if I want to pass out. Yeah. You so, got that option. Yeah. Well, you got the wall to lean on. The con is you're trapped, right? You want to get up. You got to get two people. This is assuming it's a three seat row. You got to get two people to get up so you can go use the bathroom or go for a walk, do whatever. The aisle seat, well, the pro is obviously you got a little more leg room and you're free to get up and go whenever you want. You don't have to interfere with anybody. You don't have to be like, oh, sorry, I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, you're free. You got freedom. Freedom. Plus, when the plane gets to the destination, you're the first of the road to get out of there. Yeah, Yeah, you you beat two others. Yeah, yeah. That's a good seat, too. The middle uh, seat, the pros, they're none. There's no pro (laughs) to sitting in the middle seat. The con, well, it's cramped. Uh, you got to like ask the person who's in the aisle to get up. Yeah. If you want to get up, you yeah. got nothing to lean against. Yeah. So for that reason, uh, most people agree that the middle seat should get those two armrests. So I there you go. You nailed it. Love <laughs> Life does not work like that. But it, generally, again, it doesn't matter if you are a schmo and you got that seat. Like life normally doesn't play out that way where people are like, oh, okay, well, you got screwed. So you should get both armrests. Yeah, bu- people bully their way into it, right? So that's why the airline needs to set certain rules. Why can't they just state, you know, the person in the middle seat gets the armrest. It's the rule. <laughs> Everybody's got to follow it. So what happened with this this couple that got in a fight? Oh, they got kicked off the plane. That was that? The plane it hadn't even taken off yet. It had to go back to the terminal. <laughs> no! Get off. Neither of them are pressing charges, so it looks like they're not going to be arrested or anything, but they had to get off the plane. It's like, sorry. Emily wants to know what happens if it's a four-seat row. I don't know, Emily. (laughs) This is uh, is a scenario only involving three-seat rows. The four-seat row really Mm. sucks because if there's four seats, chances are you're in the middle of the plane, right? Yeah, you're... It's like a wide-body jumbo jet. You get a couple by the window. You got the middle section. Yeah. Then you booked too late. You're flying too far if you're on that plane. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you can't trust... Rotten Tomatoes anymore. I, I always go to Rotten Tomatoes, check out how a film did. Before it's the only I, one I go to now. Me too. I mean, that's like the standard, the industry standard. And what, what's your threshold? <laughs> like if something scored 65 on Rotten Tomatoes? I need a higher score. Like 75, okay. So really? you don't watch RoboCop is what you're saying. Well, RoboCop yeah. is different. If I'm in it, then <laughs> yeah, 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 there's no standard. Then there's no standard. <laughs> but this actually makes me believe that perhaps RoboCop was wrongly rated. Oh, oh, She's just trying to drive through it. Let's just sit back and enjoy this moment for a second before you move on with the story. Okay. <laughs> you got her, Marcus. You got her. Listen. Yes. Allow me yes. to elaborate on no. how wrong Rotten Tomatoes is about RoboCop and other hit movies. Okay. Take, for example, yeah. the Paddington Bear movie, the new one, Paddington 2. The sequel status has gone on to be one of the best-reviewed films on the website of all time. Beating out Citizen Kane, Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. That one has a higher rating than Forrest Gump. 
gladiator and braveheart they're saying that over the course of the last decade people have started rating movies much much higher than we did before but it makes me think about the release date of robocop and what state we were in when we gave that one a crappy review so the curve the has curve changed. has changed. I think the curve also the has type changed. Of movies that are being produced are different. They don't make Bravehearts anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they don't make Forrest Gumps anymore, do no. they? they it's Avengers. Forrest Gump has a seventy-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Seventy-one. Gladiator seventy-seven. Braveheart seventy-eight percent. Seventy-seven for Gladiator? Are you not entertained? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, what more do you want from that movie? People were grumpy back then. What People was their were problem? Grumpy. They were. I remember talking to a movie critic who like never. Gave Gave movies good reviews. I hate those and kind of critics. And th- this critic said, listen, people will go to a theater to watch a movie maybe once a year. That's the average. I know some people like to do it once a week, but the average is like once a year, you're going to pay to sit in a movie theater. And he said he didn't want to be responsible for you going to spend your money on something that wasn't 100% worth it. So they used to be hyper, hyper critical. And somewhere along the lines, we just got way nicer. We don't upset anybody and hurt their feelings. You know, <laughs> we, we saw what it did to you when RoboCop got 40-something percent. 49 percent. I wonder if it's still 49 or if I, it's going to... I'm gonna... checking right now, Maura. Let's see. <laughs> RoboCop. 2014 film is at 48. It dropped. Ah! Ah! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, Why are you enjoying this so much? I don't know. <laughs> we just are because we're mean. We're mean uh, people. Yeah. Oh, you're friends in a Hollywood movie. <laughs> I guess you're just jealous. Maybe you even call it Hollywood at 48%. <laughs> Do you think that most people watch porn? And do you think most people watch it alone or with a partner? Oh, alone? Um, and have say, you ever watched it with a partner? There's an interesting question. Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Not with my wife. She is not 100% not into porn. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes an you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, an old ex-girlfriend. We were in a hotel room and, you know... It was her idea. Oh, to rent the... To uh, pay the 20 bucks for oh. get some unscrambled porn. And did you get it for 24 hours? I don't think we or needed just... to worry about how long we had it for. I think it was a one and uh, done uh, <laughs> kind of scenario. You know, when you wake up the next day and it's still going? <laughs> no. You're like, oh my God. I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, I, yeah. Do you remember paying the bill at the front desk yeah. after and the guy gave you a little look? That was in Calgary. You had a good night? Ooh. <laughs> oh, look who it is. If it isn't Mr. Room 205. <laughs> Let me get your special bill ready for you, sir. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. You may notice over here, I circled the additional charges with a red heart over this number. <laughs> they know. They know what you were watching up there. Of course they know. They know. Yeah, yeah.
An adult toy website just did a survey and they found 57% of people admit to watching pornography. So that number is probably a little higher then because there's got to be people who watch it and don't admit it. Well, 68% of men, if you break it down by sex, 68% of men actually watch it and 48% of women, which I thought that number was a little bit high. But, you know, they also find that people view it on their own and they view it with a partner. Watching it alone can be an easy way to excess arousal but watching it together you know now you got some shared fantasies going on and you're creating intimacy they say so you can do the whole see see that there yeah see that yeah that, <laughs> that, that's, that's what i'm it. talking about that's it right that's, there that's what i want barnes you ever throw on a movie with a lady friend oh uh, it's been a long time i i have in the past but it's not something that normally comes up right it's usually an accident. So when it did happen, mm-hmm. was it her idea then? Because uh, I think it kind of has to come from her if you're in a heterosexual relationship. Because otherwise, well, who knows? If you've been I've, I've been in a situation where I kind of like left the room to go to the bathroom, came back in. What's this on the TV? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah, they put it on? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. And we were like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. And then he went on to critique some of the things that she was doing. And oh. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. He was really trying to school you. <laughs> it's I possible. Just, I find that it's kind of more of like a school lesson like you're describing when you put on a video. Like, it doesn't just happen naturally. And if it does happen naturally, it's a very awkward thing to get, like, you know, Pornhub streaming from my phone onto my TV, Apple TV, in the middle of like you're making out with someone. You're like, hold on, baby, hold like, on. Yeah. let me grab the remote and let. let okay. oh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, wrong it's not input, working. Wrong input. Yeah. 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 <laughs> then it never streams right away. Right. If you're talking Apple TV, you got to reset the damn thing yeah. and restart it. Like almost 50 percent of the time, you go to use it. And then of course you get a damn ad that plays before oh, the video. Yeah, yeah. Now the vibes crushed. Vibes, vibes yeah. gone. Vibes gone. I used to have this guy friend who I thought was such a fantastic person and he had everything going for him, but he had this rule when it came to dating. He refused to date anyone with less than a C cup. And as, yeah, that was his rule. That was his rule. He that told us what he wanted. How did that make you feel as an, as an, as an A cup? Yeah, was I that was like, like highly was, offensive? Yeah, I was insulted and I also found it very weird that he would eliminate a, a large portion of the population. Well, how about... When women say they'd never date a guy who is shorter than them. Yeah, I, also I mean, think lots that's of people wrong. have like, you know, lots of prerequisites. Yeah, it's a bit sad, though, because you could meet somebody that is perfect for you in every way. But there's this one physical thing that like. Yeah, but if it's that important, I mean, if you know what you want, I wouldn't let it stop me. But, you know, if that's going to be something that he's going to. That was a deal a breaker. And a yeah. deal breaker. Good for him for knowing it, at least. Uh, thanks to this study, it's now making more sense. We now know how much more important physical appearances is to a man versus a woman. And it's specific to age. Men in their 20s care about looks four times more than women do. Yeah, that's not a surprise. No. no. Guys no. are visual. Guys are visual. It's why guys are into adult videos, you know, and women are into feelings. Women and in their 20s. Humor. <laughs> let's let's hear about what women in their 20s care about. Okay. They are three times more concerned about somebody's personality. Women are more into intelligence education, age, and emotional connection, while guys care about looks and body type. 
um, men's priorities do change as they get older. But even in their 60s, they care about physical attractiveness twice as much as women do. Doesn't shock me. It's not surprising at all. Like I, one thing I always notice is whenever you're talking to your buddies, you know, especially in your 20s, you tell them you meet somebody new. The first question they ask you is, what does she look like? Show me a picture, right? Right. Mm. What, Maura, would the first question be uh, from a girlfriend of yours when you say, oh, I started seeing a new guy? How much money does he make? What does he do for a living? <laughs> no. yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. No. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. guys think we're that surface? That that didn't come up. Women in their twenties care three times more about someone's personality. So it might be something like, oh, oh my God, he's so funny. They care about intelligence, education, age, and emotional connection. So if he went to Harvard or something, oh, he's graduated from Harvard. Yeah, yeah really. So a girlfriend might say to you, "What's he like?" Mm-hmm. And your answer wouldn't be like, oh, uh, big pecs, uh, nice quads. Like, I'd say be, like tall, dark, and handsome. Or you might say, oh, <laughs> he's a tall guy. He uh, is a baseball player. Or yeah. Whatever. You know, you'd get into details about him as opposed to the physical appearance. Whereas you guys would just be like, here's a pic. Show me a pic. <laughs> a pic. What do you got? Bro, <laughs> oh, she's banging. She's got blonde hair. <laughs> tight little waist. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or if like, yeah, y- your friend lives out of town and they post a picture on social media. Yeah. You you're immediately going, oh, you're evaluating you're whether she's out. worth it. Like, oh, is, could he have done better? And you're basing it solely on physical appearance. Yeah. I always used to tell my friend who had that C-cup rule, like, boobs are going to sag at a certain point. Like, this was literally about who he wanted to marry. He's like, I want to marry a girl. She's got to have C-cup or larger. And I'm like, well, in 20 years, those things are going to be hanging. Well, it's not going to matter. They're going to be hanging down. Deal with it in 20 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but at that point, he's pot committed. You know, right, it doesn't do? matter anymore. It yeah, doesn't matter. But he can at least, you know, it's like saying, it's like when you're shopping for a car. You have certain things you want to have. Of course, in 12 years, <laughs> some of those things may not work anymore. Or yeah, you bring it to the body shop and you fix things up. But yeah, you just go into it. But you want to start off with a, uh, with all the things that are important to you. Okay. So I don't really fault the guy. What, what if you convinced him to be with someone who was an A cup and he spent the rest of his life regretting that decision. <laughs> right? I didn't convince him. I did not. Because it's Friday, uh, we got to get into your Friday fun facts. You ready? Mm-hmm. Let's start with this. There's an animal you see regularly doesn't pee. That animal? It's the bird. Birds do not pee. All of their waste comes out as poo. Yeah, but it's... I mean, ish kind of poo, isn't it? It's it's. Uh, I don't <laughs> want to get You ever have a the bird day. pooing on sure. the side of your house? You're like, what the hell is going on? I gotta get the, the what do they call that high powered thing? Pressure washer. I gotta get the pressure washer out. <laughs> Dinosaurs in the movie Jurassic Park. Yes. Only make up 15 minutes of the movie. And they're only seen in 15 minutes. You'd never think that looking back on it in your head, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all the drama, the buildup in between. <laughs> Next time you pick up some Philadelphia cream cheese, mm-hmm. feel free to yell, it's all lies! Because guess what? what? It was actually created in Chester, New York. <gasps> Should be called Chester, New York cream cheese. <laughs> Simpsons, the TV show has been on TV so long that Fox at one point in time moved it to Thursday night so they could compete with the Cosby show. Really? Yeah. You watch the Cosby show, you're probably in your 40s. Huh. Uh, Madagascar. Mm-hmm. You guys have heard of Madagascar? It was uh, named by Marco Polo 
sailed there. He thought he was in Mogadishu, Somalia. And so when he was writing things down, he actually misspelled Mogadishu <laughs> in his notes so badly that it looked like it was Madagascar, Madagascar. and that's how it got its name. What an idiot. <laughs> So dumb. No GPS back then, Marco. <laughs> Come on. You know that game you play in the pool. Everyone's Marco. like, Marco, boy. He really didn't know where he was going. <laughs> uh, hot dogs got their name, most people believe, because in the 1800s, a lot of people thought that the uh, hot dogs were actually stuffed with dog meat. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so yeah. that's how they got their name. They're your hot yeah. dogs today, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not. It's just, you know, other parts. Um, do you care about when the next time there'll be a full moon on Friday the 13th? Sure. Put it on your calendar. August 2049 is when you can look forward to that <laughs> happening. You know, there's a scale of close encounters. There's a famous old movie with aliens, close encounters of the third kind. It's kind of like murder. They have first degree, you know, whatever, you yeah, know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. A close encounter of the third kind is actually seeing, seeing an alien. Okay. A close encounter of the first kind is seeing a UFO. Okay. The fourth kind yes. is being, that's when you get abducted. abducted? That's the probe. Mm. That's the probe. <laughs> well, actually, probe. I, I, shouldn't, I, I should be a little more specific because the seventh kind is actually having sex with an alien. There's a seventh level? Yeah. What about in simulation or when they turn you into one of them? That's like ninth? It's not on the list. Not on the list, Marla. Okay. Um, let me wrap things up here. Your final fun fact. You know this song right here? Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. This song got a second life thanks to what movie? Wayne's World. Yeah. Freddie Mercury was on his deathbed when they went to him to ask permission to use this song in their movie. Was he? Yeah. Hmm. And you know what? They were worried he wasn't going to want to sign off on it because it was like they were worried he was. They were mocking the song. Right. He loved it. He loved it. He loved it. <laughs> and he signed off on it Yay. before he died. Ah, so that's awesome. They used the song with his blessing. Amen. And those are your Friday fun facts for this Friday, June the eighteenth, twenty twenty-one. Happy Friday from all of us here on the show. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. <laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.